0: one more day on this weird kind of tough topic of head coverings and this one was kind of a tough one for me because like i knew this was in the bible i've read first corinthians before but i haven't had to wrestle with it in a while i haven't had to sit down and say all right what does this really mean am i actually supposed to be covering my head when i'm going to church when i'm praying in my home what is going on here And I've never felt that conviction from Holy Spirit that I need to be covering my head, that I'm doing something wrong. So is it possible that the action of covering your head isn't actually the point? And through research, through prayer, through digging in a little deeper, through looking at the historical context, we've seen that it is so much less about the action than it is about the heart and the intention, right? And Paul's been taking a look at authority and idolatry and priorities, when it comes to your actions because actions really do matter. And we have freedom in Christ. But as Paul has been saying, our actions can still have an impact not only on family and friends, but on complete strangers, on people we don't know, especially when we are living our lives as ambassadors for Christ and honestly ambassadors for following Christ from a point of faith. Our actions can speak in loud loud ways. And so that is how we get here. Understanding that this idea of men not covering their heads in church and women needing to cover their heads in church it's not about the action. It's about the heart and about the impression that you're giving to those around you. So men, rather than just following the culture and wanting to elevate their own status in the eyes of others, should instead learn how to be countercultural in the sense of giving themselves to the Lord and not focusing on status. But on the other side of the same coin, the women here are needing to respect their husbands even in this cultural way. Because God has that that ranking system, right? That he shows us himself, that he calls us to. Why? We don't necessarily know. But we know that's how God sees it. He is good, he is perfect, he is just, he is loving. And so that means that it's gonna be good for us. And so calling out these women who were laying that aside to claim authority and power and prioritize themselves over how it was making anyone else feel. Over what the Lord had called them to. Where are our priorities? But even as we are looking at this, that kind of ranking system, right? Christ as the head of the husband, husband as the head of the wife, we, we also see respect, right? So a woman and a wife is respecting her husband and a husband, of course, is respecting Christ, but it's also mutual as Paul says here. So let's go ahead. Let's dive in. We're in first Corinthians chapter 11, verse 11, and I'm reading from the ESV. Nevertheless, in the Lord, woman is not independent of man, nor man of woman. For as woman was made from man, so man is now born of woman. And all things are from God. So we see this this mutual dependency and this mutual respect that we have. Because knowing that, while yes, Christ in this ranking order is the head of the man. He is also the head of the woman right? He is the one who created everything, who sustains everything. And everyone is invited to have a personal relationship with him and to follow him specifically. And so we see this idea of mutual respect. And I mean, we see this idea throughout scripture, this idea of the husband acting as Christ. And yes, he is described as the head of the wife. But Christ loves with a selfless love, a sacrificial love, not one of puffing themselves up in their status, right? Like the men of Corinth were doing, not ones to puff themselves up in their own needs as if those are the only things that matter. They don't take advantage of people. They don't tear down people because that's not the stuff that Christ did. And so here, even Paul, by calling out both the men for their pride and their status and the women for trying to usurp authority and and prioritizing themselves over everyone else, he's calling out both sides and showing that both sides need to be respectful and loving. He continues on, Judge for yourselves, is it proper for a wife to pray to God with her head uncovered? Does not nature itself teach you that if a man wears long hair, it is a disgrace for him? But if a woman has long hair, it is her glory? For her hair is given to her for a covering. So here he is giving an example about this. And again, it would lead you to think well, then shouldn't all women have their heads covered? right? Isn't that what he's saying? And all men have short hair and all women have long hair, but, but it's less about the hair because listen to what he ends this with. If anyone is inclined to be contentious, we have no such practice, nor do the churches of God. And this word contentious, a- another way to understand it in the original Greek is fond of strife. So they are fond of stirring things up, having problems, having divisions, having disputes. And so while yes, in this specific circumstance, it's coming down to covering your head or not. Below that is why? Why are you doing it just to stir up drama? Are you doing it because you're lifting yourself up above everyone else? Or are you doing it with a heart of love and thankfulness in service to the Lord and those around you? So again, it's very easy to pull that verse out of scripture and out of context and say, well, look at this. This says so-and-so. And And I know some people do that. And I just want to bring that to your attention that sometimes scripture is misused. And we as believers need to be looking at the context, need to be seeking the heart behind what scripture is saying as well so that we, we are not misled that way we are not stuck in fear when christ calls us to freedom it is about the heart because this idea of being contentious of almost like gravitating towards enjoying strife and division and disruptions that has no place in the church we have no such practice nor do the churches of god It's all about the heart. It's all about the heart. So I know this has been kind of a, I don't know, it's been fun for me to dive into this stuff. The stuff that I guess you don't normally hear talked about in church all the time because it's difficult and it's hard. I wanna know what are you thinking? Let's have a two-way conversation I sometimes get a little tired of being the only one talking over here, (laughs) but I would love to hear from you. What are your thoughts? What are your questions? What are your opinions? What has the Lord been laying on your heart about head coverings? Because like he said, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. And what's helpful to someone may not be helpful to someone else. So I would love to hear from you what you're thinking. So send me an email, support at hesedheart.com. That's support at And I really look forward to hearing your thoughts, your opinions, or you can go ahead and actually make a post or send me a DM on Instagram or TikTok. My username is at And let me know there too. What are you thinking about this? How has it impacted your heart as you're viewing your own actions? Are there any areas of encouragement or conviction that God has laid on your heart? So go forth today, living for the Lord, living out of service and love rather than out of pride or arrogance. And I'll see you tomorrow morning.